Warning, the following podcast is so stupid, so insane, and so absurd that it might just make you question the meaning of life, or at least wonder why you're not tuning in every episode. Shame. The show has been known to make people dumber. The subject matter, the hosts, and the overall presentation have been described as, quote, one of the most perpetually immature, trite, foul, and biggest wastes of oxygen in the known universe. And you know what? We wear it like a badge. We don't need no stinking budget. Oh, no. <laughs> the Wolf You Feed is your one-stop shop for comedy, absurdity, and good old-fashioned entertainment. You use your tongue prettier in a $20... Hoo-ha! How dare you? She's a nice lady! We're here to serve up a steaming plate of funny stories. Some from us, some from our guests, and some that'll have you questioning the very fabric of reality. Plus, we're dishing out our hysterical takes on current events, sports, and pop culture. Yeah, we're pretty badass. Women love us and men want to be us. Because in our world, we're the kings of hilarity, the sultans of silliness, and the reigning champions of laughter. So, kick back, grab a change of undergarments, and join the party. Y'all need Jesus! <laughs> Welcome to the Wolf You Feed, starring Wow, what an intro right there, huh? Brand new podcast, and uh, I feel like a 747 jet, brother. We just landed and have arrived. I, well, I can't tell you how many times that 747 has been delayed, but yes, <laughs> we have pulled into the station and finally got this uh, podcast uh, off the ground or telling you. home, however you want to I don't it. know. I think I think probably off the ground is a good way to uh, to put it, because when you're landing, it's almost like you've completed the journey and there's no anxiety, there's no stress, there's no bumpiness, you know. Man, I feel like we're off the ground, but uh, it has been quite the sit on the plane for an hour and a half until this thing actually takes off. But here we are. I mean, how many people have been going, when's the podcast coming? When's the podcast coming? And finally, uh, those of you that are listening, we have taken off, arrived, whatever you want to say, but we are here. We are, and I, I couldn't be more thrilled about it. You know, when we first kind of started talking about it, I... I I can't remember the exact time when we started talking about it, but usually, you know, when we're hanging out together, people just love listening to our stories and us play off of each other. And I think it, I can't remember the exact moment, but I was like, why don't we just tell these stories where everybody can hear them? That's exactly right. That's yeah. exactly right. That's a, And it was a great idea. And, uh, and it's been months of preparation to get here, but, uh, but you're right. You're right. We, uh, we have finally, finally launched the campaign of the Wolf You Feed. Hey, by the way, I'm Jeff Carmody. Hey, and I'm JJ Branch, and we're super excited that you came along this uh, 747 ride with us. Uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. And uh, we wanted to give you guys just a little bit of history as we as we kind of get rolling here. Wanted you to know, you know, really where the concept came from. JJ talked about it a little bit. I mean, we're always telling stories and things like that. We're going to have plenty of those on the on the podcast for you as we get into talking about, you know, just being dads and, and husbands and sons and things like that. So it's, uh, we're going to get into all of that, but JJ, why don't, why don't you dive in a little bit? Uh, where'd the name of this dang thing come from, brother? Well, so the name of the podcast is, you probably heard it in that great intro, 
is the Wolfie Feed Podcast. And it all kind of started one day. I was having a pretty terrible, awful day. And Jeff called me. Nobody ever has those, by the way, right? I mean, there's a, there's a, but nobody ever has those type days. Yeah, at our age, who could think about having a bad day or something going on? But, right. But so it was going bad. And I think Jeff was probably calling me to tell me something cool about tennis or life. And then I don't even think I let him say, hello, what's going on? I just started complaining and complaining, saying all these things that was going on, making me mad. And then I don't think I even got to finish my rant. And Jeff was like, whoa, 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 hold on a little Slow bit. Slow that roll, dog. Hold on a little bit. He goes, you're feeding the wrong wolf. And I'm like, and then, you know, I'm already mad. And I'm like, what are you talking about? Oh, yeah, you're going to come at me like this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I was yeah, like, you're going to take this opportunity to call me out. <laughs> and so, and he did call me out. And I guess at first I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about. And he was like, ah. Do you want to tell, kind of tell it and I can tell the story or how? But he was, I think you were listening to this or just heard it uh, the week before. Yeah, I think, you know, I mean, you know how social media goes. I mean, you're always just kind of digging in. I'm, you know, I'm always trying to, we're, we're always worried about culture at work, right? And, and the culture and the team. And you're always asking people to get things done and get them done quicker or faster, things like that. So I'm always kind of delving into some of that professional development type stuff. And yeah, I'd come across this great, uh, speaker uh, on YouTube, and he was just talking about that good wolf and that bad wolf. And I thought, man, it was just one of those things where you typically hear it, you see it, you don't know when you'll ever need it or use it. But man, that day for you, it just kind of kind of fit fit right into it. It did, and I'll kind of most of you probably heard some story or some of the type of principle behind the story. But it goes: an old grandfather was teaching his grandson about life. He said a fight's going on inside me. He told the boy. It's a terrible fight, and it's between two wolves. One is evil. He's anger, envy, sorrow, regret, greed, arrogance, self-pity, guilt, resentment, inferiority, inferiority, excuse me, lies, false pride, superiority, and ego. Then he continued, the other one is good. He is joy, peace, love, hope, serenity, humility, kindness, empathy, generosity, truth, compassion, and faith. He said that same fight is going on inside you and every person in the world. And all y'all listening, it's going on in you. Then the grandson thought about it for a moment and he said, Grandfather, which wolf's going to win? And then the grandfather simply replied, it's going to be the wolf you feed. That's right. That's right. Yeah. So just good wolf and bad wolf that day for JJ. I mean, you know, I mean, we, we all have them, right? I mean, the kids miss the bus, the wife's angry, you know, from whatever happened last night, the, the homework wasn't done, you know, food's all still in the kitchen with, you know, just terrible morning. You get to work, you're running late, you're late, boss is there. you got a presentation, you got a conference call. You, you know, I mean, the, the day just goes south on you in a heartbeat. And, and yeah, when a friend calls and catches you in the midst of all that turmoil and how your day's going, sure. I mean, just that vomitness starts happening, you know, on how terrible life is, but man, it's only been a couple of hours, right? <laughs> but we're ready to jump off the San Francisco bridge. And, uh, and, and I think that's, that's the key, you know, to, to the podcast here. That's the key to JJ and I's relationship. Uh, it's about, man, he can have that day. But accountability and being able to call on a friend to just go, hey, you got to you got to hit that switch right now. Stop feeding all those bad things that happened and let's go find some goodness over the next few hours to really focus on so that we can get back to that good wolf. Right. 
uh, but because that's the one that we all need to feed. Absolutely. And, and you know, and I'm not trying to get, you know, all emotional or anything like that, but I am lucky to have a guy like you in my life. You know, Aww. personal relationships and friends, they go a long way. They do. And, you know, you you, got to have those type of people in your life that you can always count on when you're down. And so if you don't have one of those, call me and Jeff. We'll be that for you. That's right. (laughs) And, and, you know, I mean, for those of you that don't know, tennis is a big circle of friends that we lean on all the time. I mean, that that is a group that uh, is is there to make you laugh. They're there to uh, take you out for a drink if you need one. They're there to grab dinner. They're there to help you with a kid situation, wife situation. I mean, you know, those kids, those friends surround all of us uh together i mean even starting this podcast right i mean we've got friends that we play tennis with that are helping us along the way uh you know so i I think that's key too yeah absolutely and one you you were just talking about oh travis vincent and uh newsy marketing i mean he helped us get going on this like officially when we first told him hey we're starting a podcast he was like all right what can i do how can i help and so if you need any kind of marketing anything uh go to newsy marketing not net dot net give travis and his team a call yeah and they i called them in for my business and they have knocked it out the park and and they've got us going here so find you some guys like that in your life that's right that's right that's thank you travis key. absolutely <laughs> uh he, he owes us for that one i think yeah. no he no he doesn't he's helped us he doesn't he doesn't owe us anything uh but next time he wants to give me a game or two in a tennis set i'll uh i'll gladly take it you know because he's a big big pickleball guy that brings pickleball to the tennis court. I give him such a hard time all the time, but, uh, but again, that's, that's just part of that, part of that friendship. Right. Yeah. So, well, and again, I'm glad that to be here. I can't believe we're actually recording it. And so now I'm getting excited and don't get excited yet. I mean, I, we barely know what we're doing. I, I no, I know what I'm doing. You see this microphone. What is it? Oh yeah. Yeah. That means I'm an expert. Oh, <laughs> yes. I don't laugh at me. <laughs> I, look, I'm going to show the amount of passion when I talk in here. Yeah. Like, God, that guy knows what he's talking about. Yeah, I'm going to laugh. And then I have the microphone, and then they're like, oh, yeah, he definitely knows what he's talking about. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what you don't have? Look at this little diffuser right here, though. You I, know? Know. I mean, yeah. I guess that, I guess that's to keep me from giving too many uh, spits or, you know, into the oh. mic. But uh, maybe that makes me an advanced expert. No, I think that makes you an amateur. Oh. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Let that be known as the first joke on the Wolfie feed right there. Uh, just right out of the blue. Yeah, they're uh, going to get plenty better, I promise. Oh, I don't know. That was, that was, that was, they better. Uh, only way to go is up uh, on that one. So, uh, but anyway, so, well, so. I, well, well, now we're getting going. You got to explain to me why I had to step over all of that oil and everything out oh there all the way so, so. what what is that like what do you mean what is that what do you I, think it is i know what it is but it's oil at your house yeah, yeah i know it's oil yeah and i've got to figure out which one of your kids are going to clean all my shoes <laughs> that stepping in it but, <laughs> it was not a mess you know why it wasn't a mess because just like everything in life whenever you need to accomplish something on your own and this was one of those situations this past week that i needed to accomplish on my own uh I changed the oil on the Jeep, and that's why it's out there, dog. Wait, you took it and got the oil changed? These hands are right here, dog. <laughs> no, you changed did. the oil on the Jeep. Look out! Look at all the calluses and all the. I mean, you see that? Look how dirty those fingernails are. Okay. I mean, just just filthy. All right. Well, here here's one thing that I promise y'all through this whole <laughs> thing, uh, the whole course of this flight in this podcast is we're going to be pretty honestly. 
honest to each other and to you and well i'm being honest i changed the oil well i'm being honest i don't believe you one bit you did not change the what, oil. Do you th- what do you think i did went out you know to the oil change place and was like hey i really got to prove my manhood right here to my buddy he's coming over later you mind just giving me a bunch of old oil bottles and like just let me put them out in the front door so when he shows i can be like yeah i've been changing the oil you know like <laughs> you think that's what i did <laughs> after you're telling everybody listening that we're gonna be honest here you think i'm gonna be the first guy you're gonna crack that terrible joke and i'm gonna be the first one to lie on the uh on the, on the podcast that's how this is gonna roll no i youtube how to change the oil in the jeep you know why because every two well yeah just like we did for this podcast <laughs> i wish we would have youtube how to do a podcast <laughs> we might should have done that before we started this thing we how have. to start a lame podcast well i wouldn't have even done like that how to start the most bad news podcast that you can get your hands on i would have just been like how do you start a home podcast like just 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 talking with your buddy how do you do that maybe we should have done that because i believe in youtube because it made me and helped me change the oil on that Jeep out there. And I'm going to be honest with you, man. I don't know if I'll ever take it anywhere else to get the oil changed. Really? I don't, I don't think I will. Because the reason I'm changing the oil is because every time we took it to the Jeep dealership, they're like, yeah, you just leave it with us. Or you got two and a half hours to wait. And, you know, and I'm like, what? No, who has two and a half hours to wait? And I've been a dealership guy, whether that's right or wrong. I've been a dealership guy. I like the dealership that sold me the car, that manufactured the car. You know, I just like them to work on the car, you know, even on the oil. But this time, bro, it was a drain plug. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm gonna try. Now I'm going to try and be official. It's a drain plug. It's get the oil out. It's put the plug back in. It's fill it up with oil. It's crank it up and go, man. I mean, it was simplistic, just like this podcast. Yeah. Absolutely. It, uh... <laughs> no, not absolutely. <laughs> it's been three hours of setting all this up, <laughs> figuring out software. How do we hit record? I mean, uh, and, and so I'll be honest with you. I probably could have changed the oil on 13 Jeeps for the amount of time it took us to get going right here. That's that's probably what I would say. I really thought when we were going to get a podcast going that we were just going to get become uh, experts, get mics and just start talking and hit record. And that was it. Oh, yeah, that's simple. So that's why I was like, yeah, let's do this podcast. This is going to be awesome. I am so glad that when I looked at the YouTube for the Jeep and I was like, this is going to be simple. I'm so glad it was simple because, (laughs) and again, maybe we should have YouTube the podcast because then it would have been simple instead of the hurdles that we went through. But still, when you know, don't regret it. I mean, we're we're in a good spot right here, and uh, and hopefully able to share some stories and and help people focus a little bit on that good wolf uh, and what's going on. So yeah, and and just call me uh, anytime this week if you need me to come pick you up because I'm worried about oh the Jeep God. right now. That, well, the bad thing is I'm not even driving the Jeep. I'm maybe putting Jill and the kids in the Jeep. You know, so like, good luck, uh, good luck with that one. At least it won't be like this truck I saw today. Did you see the truck outside the neighborhood today? Uh uh-uh. uh This black truck on the side of the road. No. Oh my gosh. So we're we're leaving today. We're gonna go grab lunch and we're about to pull out of our neighborhood and I hear just like this and Jill's like, What was that? Bro, we look straight across the road. This truck's front left wheel came off right in front of us and it's like digging into the grass and the median. It, it and we happen to just see it all like live take place right there. Actually, I'm telling the story. I, I I do think I probably need to retake a look at the Jeep and just make sure that I just make sure 
you said there was oil everywhere. Maybe I forgot to put the plug back on or <laughs> so you got to get me nervous right now, especially after this tire story on that truck, uh, because, and, and God bless that guy. I mean, he, he just probably did what I did. He just sat in that truck, you know, like, and I didn't know how to respond. Like I wasn't like, like, Hey buddy, I just changed the oil on my Jeep. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I can get that truck lifted up, get that suspension fixed for you, get that tire right back on there. Give me five minutes on YouTube over here, and uh, we'll have you back on the road. I guess I probably could have done something like that, but, man, I'm a little nervous about the oil in that Jeep now that you got me uh, Got me all thinking about it. I'll double check. Don't don't worry. For those of you out there, don't worry. Uh, uh, my kids and wife will be safe. We will follow back up on that. So, uh, craziness, I mean, craziness. You- you you need them to be safe. I'm a I'm a, I'm a little bit worried. I'm gonna tell Jill yeah. that she should. I'm gonna maybe send her some money to go like to the the quick oil stop. Jill might Jill might should have changed the oil. She probably would have been more competent than me. Uh, out That's there. what I was really about to say. Yeah. I was like, Did yeah. you, are you taking credit for Jill's work? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that I mean, she, I, I, I I wouldn't put it past her. She's an amazing woman. I did. She she probably could change the oil in the Jeep, but if she could. Uh, she probably wouldn't have been taking it over to the Jeep dealership. I mean, we've gone over there like four or five times to try and get the oil changed on this thing. I mean, it's been terrible. So, uh, but anyway, well, the, it's, it's, the only reason I thought it may have been Jill is, I mean, how does the oil filter sit? Uh, the the, the uh, air filter situation in this house usually happen. Well, that's me. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, it? yeah, that's 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 me. It's a little too high, you know, up there. You know, I mean, I'm six foot six, one eighty five. You know, so you got <laughs> you got to have uh, you know a good V shaped man changing your air filter. Actually, I shouldn't say that because Jill will hear that and she'll go find a V shaped man to start changing our air filter instead of the. Uh, the the man that i am but uh but still able to change oil and uh and the air filter so we're good but you said filter there is it i think there is an oil filter it's got to be oh you know i do because every time i go in there and pay for somebody to do my oil change like here's your air filter you want to get a new one now it'll probably last you a couple more months yeah but i'm thinking there's an there's an oil filter isn't there an oil filter yeah Yes. Don't you have to change it? Oh my God. I'm going to have to go back and look at this YouTube video because I think all I did was change. I think I, I'll figure it out. Stop. Stop. Everything is fine. Why are we even talking about this? I look like an idiot right now on YouTubing uh, how to change your oil and forgetting a step. I'll go back and figure it out. It'll, it'll be fine. It'll be fine. If you, if you haven't figured out by, by now, Jeff and I are not the most, I guess, the get our hands dirty. Yeah. Man of man. No, we're not. No, <laughs> no, we're not us. That's not. That's not us. I wish, because like I get jealous some of the when I see guys doing a. Yeah, I just overhauled a something. I yeah, yeah. I put a wall up at my house. You know, uh, I uh, I knocked down a concrete. You know, I. Oh, you know what I get? Uh, the guys that uh, trim their trees and like actually get the stump too. You know, like out of their front yard. Like those. Those are the. Those are the dudes that like, I'm just like, I got to call somebody, you know, like I got to call somebody. It's $800,000 to get them to do something that my buddy that's a real man actually takes care of at his hunting farm every single week, you know? Yeah. So 
that's the uh, that's the thing for me. Uh, hunting, man. We're gonna talk a little bit about hunting on this show. I'll tell you <laughs> that. Uh, but not being manly men, we got some we got some stories to talk about there. I well, promise you, because I've I have pretended to be a lot of times in my life, my man. <laughs> well, speaking of kind of some manly things, and I am gonna give it to you. I've, I've been kind of impressed. You've been telling me about uh, Rory's new oh. infatuation, what she's loving, and I mean. You know, it's hmm. like again, I, I I'm not in that element, but that's that that's leaning towards manly men there. I, I'll tell you, uh, I have not ever thought in my life about owning a farm, but uh Rory has got us invested in horsemanship i think is the right terminology here uh is that a real word or are you just trying to tell <laughs> i could google it right quick uh i actually could youtube how to be a horseman um but i i do feel like we're talking like we've developed new vocabulary you know i mean i try and like speak to my kids in a decent amount of you know vocabulary to where they kind of understand words like empathetic you know i mean not not like i'm not trying to be you know crazy you know english literature major here but i mean i want them to know some of these words you know to be able to 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 talk intelligently but i'll be honest some of these words that we're learning in this horsemanship stuff i just i never heard in my life you ever heard of the word tack like sticky no yeah that's what i would think too like a thumbtack right yeah yeah like you know no tack is like here I am. I'm gonna try and explain it to you, but tack is like the 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 ropes and the the leads and the 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 ropes. I mean, I don't know. You know, I mean, like it's it's like all the stuff that it takes to actually ride the horse, you know, or lead the horse. And then you've got the the saddle, and then you've got the pad that goes under the saddle and you've got the strap i mean like there are so many new vocabulary words that seem simplistic and basic to everybody in the horsemanship world but man i'm just trying to catch on right now because and here's why i'm trying to catch on because we did a horse show this past weekend with rory and uh i thought that you know we just kind of go down this this path of uh, horse lessons and she just kind of gets to ride some horses maybe somebody leading her around that type thing but uh man she went and did this horse show and she rode a horse it's this white horse that i think looks more like a unicorn than probably you know uh an actual horse because it looks like something what was that movie was it the princess bride or something where he rides in on that white horse or something you know what i'm talking about they they leave on white horses in Princess Bride, I think. Okay, I well, know. I but, may be wrong. I don't I, I don't know the Princess Bride enough, but I, I love eighties movies. But I I don't know the Princess Bride enough to know. But well, I you think should. I think a, he rides a white horse or something. I don't I don't know. Anyway, that's what this horse looks like. It's like this majestic animal that should be in a Disney movie and and come trotting in on. So here's Rory at this horsemanship show. Is it really called? Like, I'm sorry, I hate. I know you're getting. It. Is it really called horsemanship? What whatever you're saying is that a real word? I think I think it is. I mean, like you've got you've got it's Western horsemanship. That's what we're doing right now, and I think Western that, horsemanship. Western horsemanship. Now, as now, opposed to Eastern horsemanship. No, I mean, I don't know. No, it, there's no such thing as. Well, I'm telling you, there's okay, no. Okay, hold on. Hey, I'm just. I'm I should to, stop talking. No, 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 no. I didn't mean to. Like, keep going with your. 
Well, no, no, because now, because now I am thinking, I may am thinking maybe there's an Eastern horsemanship if there's a Western, but then I'm thinking, what would the Eastern be? And I can't really come up with that, you know, because like the Eastern horse, Western horsemanship, where am I putting you? I'm putting you in Colorado, right? Putting you out there in New Mexico, Arizona, right? I mean, these sound, these are like horse type places. You say Eastern horsemanship and I'm thinking, where am I? I'm putting you in New York, Boston, Maine, uh, Chicago. So this Chicago is, got about an Eastern horsemanship. So this is exclusively for United States, then. Yeah, I mean, not gonna, not they, gonna answer, not gonna answer, because I'm gonna have every horsemanship person that ever thought about listening to the Wolf You Feed just, just, just strangling me right now over what I'm talking about. I, here's what I'll tell you: what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm talking about. Entrance fee into the horsemanship show today. I'm talking about joining the horsemanship committee. I'm talking about the, the committee, the association. I'm talking about I got to pay for uh, the the outfit. I got to pay for, we know we did this dress up thing. I got to pay for the horse to even show up. I've got to pay for the riding lessons. Like there is, this is, this has turned into my daughter taking a couple of lessons up the street at a, at a stable or a barn or ranch i guess i don't know if you call it a ranch but whatever it is to to this mecca of the horsemanship world and i think that's where you're headed so here we here we are we show up at eight o'clock for this thing and you have you ever been to a swim meet uh-uh okay my my oldest daughter did swimming one time and we show up to the swim meet and the swim meet is like it's like an eight-hour deal, man. It's like event one event two event three event four it's like and, a track meet essentially no. Mm. Okay. Have you done track meets? Yeah. Oh. No, I'm not a big not a big track guy. Um, you know. <laughs> yeah. All could, right. Well, I could hurdle some donuts, but you know. <laughs> I don't. I don't know a whole lot about the track world, but but yeah. So you don't know about the swimming world. I don't know about the track world, but it sounds like they kind of coincide with how the event runs, right? Okay. Do they write on their? Uh, arms or their thighs the event number and all of that jazz like in sharpie in the track world no no okay well in the swimming world they do you know they're like event one butterfly you know and then it's event 13 and these things go to like event number 90 something you know and you're there i don't know the swimming's about three hours the horsemanship shows are the same way except we showed up at eight I'm taking a nap in Jill's lap at like 2.30, still there. Rory has ridden her horse uh, at one event, but the big one's coming up, okay? And this big event that's... Are you kidding me right now? Ugh. I thought I lost you, bro. No, I'm here, man. Oh my god, you're I back. Just, I just had to I just had to eye roll. Oh, I got really <laughs> nervous right there. I thought the horsemanship thing. I thought you were done. I started abusing the track world and you're like, "See ya," you know, like I'm out. Which is what a lot of horsemanship people are probably done with me talking about the western horses. They're probably like, "See ya." And I'm not even to the best part yet. So, here's Rory on this white, you know, horse that you would think you're riding into the heavenly gates on majestic majestic and and so she's got to practice on this thing right so here we go into practice world and she's in the training arena and i'm there you know i've got i've got my middle son with me who i don't think really cares about any of this i just he just knew that we were going for breakfast and donuts and thought he'd tag along with us so here we are in this training arena and 
Rory's just sitting on the horse, and she's supposed to be kind of walking it, right? I mean, she's got to walk it this way, and then the guy's going to tell her to stop and reverse and come back the other way. This horse ain't going anywhere, man. I mean, this horse is just like, I'm here to look good. You know, that's it. So Jill gets out there in the training arena, and the minute Jill starts walking in front of this horse, this horse just starts, like, doing exactly what it's supposed to. Follows Jill this way. Jill turns around, follows Jill back. Jill says, you know, let's try a little bit. Jill's kind of got a little trot going herself. Here goes the horse. You know, the horse is trotting, you know. And Rory looks like, she looks like a Western horsemanship expert at this point on this horse. And I'm like, Jill, get out of there. And she's like, why? I said, because you're not going to be able to like, this isn't Western horsemanship. Watch my mom pretend to be a horse type stuff. This is like, Rory's going to have to actually ride this horse. So here she goes. Jill comes out of the arena the horse just stops, just stares at Jill. And I'm like, this is going to be a good time. This is why you don't take city people and make them pretend to be horsemanship people in an arena on stage. So I'm embarrassed at this point. And look, I've bought a new pair of boots for this thing. I've got Wranglers. I mean, I'm trying to fit the part. I've got the button-up shirt. I have the cowboy hat. Like, I am like, I am all in. And here comes my daughter on freaking White Stallion, and this thing's going to just stand in the arena. So I'm scared to death. I'm sweating bullets. I'm nervous. Here it comes. Event number 39, you know, Rory riding stallion you know sterling and so here they all come jc this horse comes into the arena and it is like a different animal the horse is like oh yeah you need me to go this way okay and then the judge is like okay stop in reverse and the horse is like you know right and i'm like what is going on right now and they're like okay try it you know the you know, horse just taking off and i'm like what is going on it, Rory looks like we've been doing this at our ranch forever. So, of course, I'm standing up, you know, and I'm like, yeah, you know, I'm <laughs> tipping my hat, you know. <laughs> you know, I've got my spurs, you know. <laughs> I did not have spurs. But, <laughs> but I am so proud at this point. And so I'm like, wow. So long story short, right? Because we got we got to start wrapping up. But but long story short, they they come out to announce like the you know who won this thing, and there were there were three people in the event. Okay, so you know we got a good shot at at least finishing third. <laughs> <laughs> a good shot. No <laughs> no disqualifications. Yeah. You know. So, so I'm like, just give us third and let us get get out of here, you know, and and which we're not, by the way. But let's just get out of here. And so uh, here it comes, you know. First place goes to you know whoever, you know. And I was like, yeah, you know, I, I figured, you know, second place Rory riding start, and I'm like, second place, yes, like that's really good, you know. So I was that like, is, okay, that's awesome, okay, good. We didn't come in last, we didn't come in first, so good. We're not trying to pretend that we know it all, but we're also trying to not pretend that I just bought these boots yesterday. Day, you know, so like, so like we we're in good shape here. So I'm I'm proud, right? So we're finally long day. We're in the car. We're headed home, and Rory's like, Dad, I got a ribbon, you know. And I was like, Man, that is so awesome, Rory. Like, you got a second place ribbon, and and she goes, Um, Dad, it doesn't it doesn't say that, you know. And I'm like, What what do you what do you mean it doesn't say that? You want second place? And she's like, No, it says something else, you know. And I was like, Okay, well, well spell it for me, you know, because I'm driving, I'm trying to be responsible, like, you know, I'm not like gonna try and pass it up front and all that. So she's like, All right, I, I'm gonna spell it, Dad. And I said, Okay. She goes, It says a uh, P 
A R T I, and she doesn't even have to finish at this point. You know, I'm like, I'm like, C I P A N T, and she's like, yeah. And I said, what the heck? I mean, we just paid, we just paid fifteen hundred dollars, and you're walking out with a participant ribbon. Like I expected a buckle, man. You know, like, like. Like, hadn't you ever heard Garth Brooks in the rodeo? Like, I was expecting, you know, I, I wasn't expecting here's your one chance fancy don't let me down type stuff. I mean, this is a participant ribbon. My daughter finished second out of three people. I expected a second place ribbon. I was already having a box custom made. You know, I was like, we are buying a ranch, horses, tack, saddles, ropes, barrels, everything. No, we got a dang participant ribbon. And we had been there. We had, it, took, it was a nine hour deal, man. I mean, it was nine hours on a participant ribbon from the horse show, man. Did so, she, did she realize it was a participation ribbon? Because don't ever let her know if it wasn't. Oh no, that thing's hanging above her bed right now. I mean, it's like it's like on the headboard right now. You know, like look at my second place ribbon. You know, and, and we don't I mean, she, we don't even use the p word anymore. She should be so proud of it. Either way, you know, they probably gave her the wrong ribbon. I'm not proud of it. I mean, it's an expensive damn ribbon. I could have gone down to Hobby Lobby and bought it, you know. So, oh, that was my week, though, man. Yeah. That was that was my story. How the heck do I feed the good wolf in that, right? I mean, fifteen hundred dollars for a fifty cent ribbon. So I, I'm curious, like, how many or how long did you binge watch Yellowstone? But before oh, I was ready for I was this. I was ready, dog. I mean, I was I was ready. That's how I knew what to go buy. I I can only imagine working at like Boots and More, and you see like me come through the door, you know, wearing my Lululemon shorts, my freaking Nike Air Maxes, and uh, and and I'm going, hi, I'm I'm just here to pick up some Western gear, and you know, my mind's getting a little old and dirty, you know. So. <laughs> I can only imagine what they think. You know, I like to buy a cowboy hat. They're like, okay, our straw hats are over here uh, because you probably don't need a real one. Um, so yeah, that's that's that was that was my week right there, dog. And now it's like, hey, what do you want for Christmas? You know what's on our number one Christmas list? A horse. As I shut shut down right here. Well, you would think it would be a horse, right? Yeah. Except I'm proud of her. Because she understands that you need something else. Actually, I would expect like a new iPad, right? Or, or uh, you know, some some cool Barbie Dream House thing. You know, I mean, something something along that regards is what I'm thinking. So I'm like, oh no, baby, you know what? What do you want Santa to bring you? And she looks at me straight face, dude, and she just goes, "Land." <laughs> I said, <laughs> "Oh my God, sorry." Now I said, "Like," I said, "I said land," like. <laughs> Like, what do you mean land? You know, and she's like, you know, dad, like we need land. And I'm like, you need one of these. That's all you, you need the diffuser. Yeah. Yeah. That microphone is wet. Like the, Sorry, like the Niagara Falls over there. So yeah. Yeah. Bourbon going everywhere. So yeah. So number one on the Christmas list this year is land. And she says, I need land because my birthday is in March and in March I'll want a horse, but we got to have land first. How do you even present this? How do you how do you even go, hey, Santa left us a map, you know, we're going to go find out where your gifts are. And we show up to the gate and like, there it is. Is she going to really be like, yeah, I'm going to Disney World, you know, she might because I feel like I feel like she's being straight up honest with me. Girl wants about 10 acres right off the Natchez Trace, ready to rock. 
So she can get a horse. So you're all in on this Western horsemanship. You're about to go buy a dang ranch. Oh, I told you I watch Yellowstone. (laughs) (laughs) I like how my Yellowstone would be like, my Yellowstone would be about four acres, uh, Yazoo County, and, uh, you know, single wide uh, stuck on it, you know. And then I'd say Carmody Ranch, you know, right right outside the screen door. Mm. Well, man, that's that, we, we that's may get exciting. there. We that's may get exciting. there. We may get there. What does Jill think about this whole? She's already man. She's ready. She's she wants. Yeah, she wants to highland highland cows, and she wants pigs and goats and I mean uh, chickens. I mean, like she's she's all in. I got to figure out how to stop being a city guy. Now I know why you changed your oil. You're you're becoming the dude. You're, I mean, I am. I am. <laughs> you won't even recognize me soon. They'll just be dirt face and and just old wrinkles to tell stories with, you know, of the days when I was, you know, out there on the on the ranch, you know, John Denver and type stuff, you know. <laughs> oh man! Uh, well, dang, that was uh, <laughs> quite a week, man. I had no quite idea that you were that you were you were the new rip. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I yeah. did not know that. Oh yeah, you'll see it. You'll see it. Well, I'm excited to learn more about this. Uh, you'll see it before long. I mean, it will not Carmody. be the Kansas City sweatshirt. Back here will be a picture of Montana, you know, and I'll have on my pearl button down and the what's that little thing they call the uh, bolo tie? There, the bolo tie. Look at me go. Ugh. They wore those at Ole Maybe Miss. Maybe I should get into Eastern Horsemen. It's not Eastern. Um, Western. Western. <laughs> we just lost it. Now, if any horseman was even, even listening at all, we just definitely lost them again. I got to I mean, is this like, is it like, is Eastern Horsemanship like, you know what it, it all, is it like rodeo and stuff? I, I mean, when I, you say Eastern Horsemanship. I didn't mean to. I you did. You did again. When you say that, it reminds me of that old salsa commercial, uh, what was that old salsa commercial that they talked about where they were like, uh, oh, God, I can't remember it. I'm going to have to look it up so that I can start the next episode that we do with it. But uh, they talk about where the salsa is made from, you know, and it was it was like uh, New York City. You know, I can't I can't even remember it, but uh, it was all about you can't do that over there. That's how I think about when you talk about Eastern horsemanship. I'm like, you can who rides a horse through New York City? It's not an NYPD officer, you know? So, ugh, that was my week, though, dog. That was my week. I'm going to find some good in it somewhere. That's right. And look, I, and thank you for sharing that with us. And, and look, y'all, I, I, you know, I'm not sure what you're expecting in this, but it's going to be us having fun, telling stories, and trying to make you feel a little bit better about yourself. And, uh, you know, the good thing about it is when we do all this, you know, I always, when I walk out, Whenever I'm talking with Jeff, it always puts me in a better mood. And hopefully, yeah. you know, some of our stories can make you in a better mood. Or, Yeah, 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 absolutely, absolutely. I, I don't ever want to be somebody's uh, reason for feeling terrible, right? I mean, we, we come on the show, we start talking about all those negative things. Uh, that That's just not not what it's about. So it's it's just about the, the week that we've had, the things that we've been through. Uh, guys, tire falling off and oil chains, trying to be a Western horsemanship guy, Western horsemanship guy, uh, whatever it is. I mean, that's uh, that's just where we are and, and what we're going through. So, hey, we, we do appreciate you guys listening to us. And, uh, man, I can't wait to get back in here and do another one. Absolutely, guys. You know, we're not super technical, but we know you're supposed to hit that 
like, subscribe, share, tell all your friends well, yeah. about it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, that's some more of that look, YouTube stuff. Right yeah, there. and then come back and listen to us next week. You know, we're excited to do this, and uh, you know, there's probably going to be some turbulence on this 747. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hopefully, no crashing. Yeah. You know, <laughs> well, there probably will be some type of crashing, but mm. it, but uh, I think we'll make it, and we're glad that you're coming along this journey with us. Jeff, I'm glad to go on the journey with you as absolutely. well. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, guys, until next time, I'm Jeff Carmody. I'm JJ Branch. Go feed that good wolf. Thank y'all. You've been listening to The Wolf You Feed. There are millions of podcasts on the web that take themselves way too seriously. Obviously, we don't. And if you're still here, you're family. If you enjoyed the show, which we know you did, (laughs) make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, hit the website at www.thewolfufeed.net. Find us on Twitter at Wolf you Feed Pod and on Facebook at The Wolf You Feed. There are two wolves inside each and every one of us. Which one will you feed? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point... In your rambling, incoherent response, were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought? Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. God have mercy on your soul.